Excuse me, but are you loving this podcast? If you are, you can support the show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. All you have to do is hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Excuse me. I have something to say. This is the podcast where we have real and open conversations about life and everything it throws our way. I'm your host, Sean Philip Naylor, and you can join me each episode as I talk with inspiring people who also have something to say. You can also join in on the conversations by contacting me directly through the show's official social channels, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at excuse me underscore pod, Facebook and YouTube, search excuse me, I have something to say, or visit our official website, excuse me, I have something to say.com. As always, all links are embedded into the show notes for you. And don't forget to click on that subscribe button. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, remember you can rate and review the show there. Hi, guys. Thank you for tuning in this week. Once again, I'm starting off the show with a bit of gratitude to all of you. So a huge thank you to you, lovely lot. All of you long-time listeners and anyone tuning in for the first time this week, pull up a seat, get comfy, because we have a great show in store for you today. This week, I'm joined by Aussie actor, author, and activist Harry Cook. Harry has appeared in numerous movies and TV shows over the years. You may recognize him from shows such as Mr. Inbetween or The Stan Original Bump. Harry's also starred in movies such as 2015's Drown, I Love You Both, and 2009's Accidents Happen, where a young Harry starred alongside the always incredible Gina Davies. Harry's also an accomplished author with his 2018 memoir, Pink Ink, in which Harry shares his life, his career, his battle with addiction, and ultimately his resilience to find peace and acceptance within himself. He's also found great success recently with his 2020 novel, Finn and Rye and Fireflies. And one of Amazon's reviews summed it up beautifully as a gloriously upbeat LGBTQI plus novel of love, hope and friendship, showing that although it's not always rainbows and fireflies, life's too short to be anyone but yourself. Welcome to the show, Harry. There is so much that uh, I actually wanted to pick your brain about and get your thoughts on. But uh, let's just start with a simple, how are you today? I'm good. I'm really good. Thank you for having me. No, I'm I'm really good. Big, big week. A couple of really big, crazy weeks towards the end of the year, but it's good. It's just like manic, as everyone is. Everyone's crazy. How are you? 
I'm I'm good. It's exactly the same. Like just trying to wrap up this year as uh, as neatly as possible. It's been one hell of a year. Um, <laughs> as we're coming to the end of it, though, how was uh, how was your 2021? Oh, I mean, <laughs> write it off. Could I get away with just not calling it a year? Like, I don't. I don't feel like I should turn a year older this year. I feel like it's a bit of a rip off. Like you know what I mean? I kind of want my money back guaranteed. That's all I'm. Hundred percent. But no, it's like uh, for the most part, healthy. Touch wood, family are all good. Like that's counting my blessings in that department. It's just been, yeah, it's just been a tough, it's been a tough year for everyone. It's been a tough two years. Like we're coming up to year number three now. Like this is a lot. We've, it's we've crazy. been through a lot. And I know it's like, I've spoke to a lot of friends as well. Like it's, I don't think probably any of us realize just how, like how traumatizing this all is. Like it is, it's really, it's hectic what we've all been through and it's a lot. So I'm just very grateful. We're all being very gentle with each other at the moment. And I like that. I think everyone yes. should continue that. <laughs> just be very <laughs> kind. Everyone should just be nice to each other because it's hard enough as it is right now. Absolutely right. Um, it's it's crazy to think that it's been going on so long. I was actually on, um, I had a video chat with a friend of mine who's over in the UK and in, during this whole pandemic, she's had a baby. Her baby's like going to be too soon. And oh. it's just insane. Her, her little, she's, yeah cute little thing she's actually they've just done 10 days isolation at their house because the baby's got covid but is oh my the ha- god is the baby yeah. okay yeah she's fine she's actually ironically my friend was saying that the baby's the healthiest she's been in ages <gasps> because she's not going to the daycare where the kids just lick each where other have all the germs yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you just need a global pandemic to get you in the best shape of your life oh, that's it <laughs> although the covid kilos for some people didn't, didn't i mean it's been, yeah i'm back at the gym but it's taken its time it's gonna it's gonna be there for a bit yeah <laughs> uh, here you go Fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> so um anybody who follows you on social media so obviously i follow you on social media that's where we first connected which i think yeah. is really cool that you are open to connect to people through there but on your instagram in particular you're very let's say politically active not afraid to point the finger at uh, those people who need the <laughs> finger pointed at them um so yeah, yeah i mean i love to pick your brain on some of these topics that you are so passionate yeah. about like climate change in particular Oof. and uh the lack of action i guess how long uh, have you got because i could really <laughs> rant <here. laughs> it's a, a four-part special guys <laughs> yeah there's gonna be four days worth of content now. <laughs> it, yeah climate change i mean i'm really i'm actually kind of embarrassed because it took me a really long time to actually realize how and, and I think that's the case for a lot of people. I don't think it's, they've done a, the fossil fuel industry and the, these massive companies, they've done such a good job of making sure that the majority of people don't realize how bad it is. I think that's what's so scary is that, and I've only just, I mean, I'm very fairly new just this year really have just started being like, oh my God, this is really, this is really something. And, it, and you kind of have to do the groundwork yourself to actually realize just what's going on, I think. And I, I think, when you do, it's, it, you open up this sort of Pandora's box and realize just how bad things can get. And that's what's so scary. I think I am not afraid to say I, I'm not patriotic in the sense that I, I love my country, but also I'm, I'm willing to call it out where I see it. And Australia, we are always, always, we seem to be the last to the party. Yeah. Always. When, and with any like big social or like anything really important that the rest of the world, like <laughs> marriage equality or like the re- asylum seekers or like, covid or (laughs) climate change we seem to always always without fail be the last people 
the last country to actually go, oh, hang on, we need to do something. Like it's, and it's, it's, we can't, I think, sorry, I am rambling. I was talking to a friend the other day and it was like, I, I do feel like Australia, we have this very like, oh, she'll be right, mate. Yeah. Attitude. And, and we can't, like, it, we won't be, she won't be right. Like we need to actually, everybody needs to do something and, and at least like speak up. I, th- I think we're a very passive nation, which is beautiful in a lot of ways. Like we're very like, no, it's all good. Like we'll, we'll figure it out. But at the same time, we do need to kick up our ass because things are getting really bad. <laughs> we need yeah. to do something about it. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I'm just rallying against our abysmal government who who we should not have. I mean, yeah, that's just a whole other kettle of fish. It's, just yeah. Look, I'm not going to lie. It's scary um, mm. when you look at who's who's in charge and what's happening. And uh, you, I would believe that you've got to find find fun and joy where you can. Um, and it is so like the social anxiety aspect of, you know, the past two years plus climate change, plus all of these things that, that are happening in the world. How do you just do it? Like how, how are any of us here with our mental health? Is still I intact? agree. Could not agree. And the thing is as well, we have a government who does no, who have no support for mental health. We've been through two years of a pandemic. They've done nothing for mental health. So like, They've got, they, they bang on about being the best, you know, best with money. Well, who's getting the money? Who's getting it? It's not Medicare. It's not dental. It's not, you know, we, I don't, I don't get where all of our tax dollars go because it's like upgrading the coffee machine in parliament. Like I don't, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me what we're paying for because none of it, like we live in one of the richest countries in the world, richest countries in the world. And, and this is the way we do. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, a lot of it- sense. It's absolute nonsense. When you do your socially active posts, you get much. Uh, I mean, I enjoy I enjoy seeing you poke fun where fun needs to be poked because sometimes you need that humor or you know that I guess just that sort of everyday banter with people to get them to understand that there's actually a problem. Do you get much? backlash or you know from the troll side of things or do you have generally followers and people who view your content who are a bit more like-minded yeah I think sometimes like it depends sometimes you do get some who are just just out for a fight and that they're they're the kinds of people that you can't really have a conversation with because they just want to rile you up but I'm I'm so open to I'm not I'm I don't just like banging my drum for like I'm so open to having a conversation if if people want to be like actually no this is like this is what I think. And this is why liberals are good. Like no one's come to me and been like, but this is what they're doing. Right. Like no one has said that to me. So I would love to have a genuine conversation with somebody who does believe in this party and just be like, what is it that you see that everyone, that I don't like, and, and maybe I am, maybe I am just this, you know, in a bubble and, and that is fine. Like that's not fine. I, I want to be able to understand it more, but I can't fathom how, after 10 years of this government, I mean, realistically, after the marriage equality plebiscite, I was disgusted that this country elected them again. Like yeah. that, that to me, the fact that they watched an entire nation vote on a minority's rights. And that was traumatizing. That was so, excuse the French, fucking traumatizing for the, for the LGBTQ community of Australia. Yet we just were like, nah, it's fine. We'll just, we'll, we'll get them in again. They're garbage. They've been garbage forever. And they've, they've got a horrendous track record in human rights. They're, they're just not a great party. They're not a good party. So I don't, I can't fathom how anyone can still vote for them. And that's, that sounds kind of horrible because I, I get that everyone's in a different, but like, Where's Some things are just, I don't know, I mean, obviously I'm in the same party as you when it comes to this, yeah. but yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, I, I agree. Like 
there's been so much scandal, water under the bridge, so much, you know, just so many things that are just ethically or morally wrong that it's, yes. it's insane to think that that we're still letting these people lead the country. Like, for example, like Gladys, for example, like I know so many people who who froth over Gladys and I'm like, she's corrupt. She is corrupt. We've discovered that. She's We've doing literally heard her say things that are like. <laughs> We've heard her on tape. And they're still rallying around her. And I'm like, do we, is that just the lot? Is that the bench we've got now? Like, is that just how we're just like, well, they can be corrupt, but just as long as they're not too corrupt. Like, no, we deserve better. We deserve so much better in this country. We pay these people's wages. Like, does people, do people realize that? If the listeners understanding that, like, we, us, our tax dollars pay for their Kirribilli homes and their mansions in the suburbs and like, and their cars, their BMWs that they like, we pay for that. They're 500 grand a year salary or whatever they're on. Like, and they're not doing the job right. Well, I I mean, we paid for the the lovely trip Scott Morrison took to uh, Hawaii when the country was burning. Don't. Yeah. All of our money sending him over to Hawaii to put his, feet up i i hate that man i will happily go on the record and say that i think he i think he is a dangerous man to be honest i find him i as politics aside i find what he is doing is so dangerous like he's he's not playing i don't know whether he's playing politics or trying i don't know what he's doing but it's like it's bad it's really bad (laughs) but the good news is there is good there's hope and there's a lot of people who are awakening i think in this era shame it took a global pandemic for the straight white people of australia to realize that the government aren't great but you know we got there they're coming on board now it's hard to affect them first (laughs) yeah Oh gosh. Yeah. So a lot of passion as you can tell. <laughs> I I love it. This is what the, this is what we're here to do. We're here to talk about like just I guess anything and everything and I love it. This is clearly something that you're passionate about. You also, you know, you mentioned the the plebiscite, you're passionate about LGBTQ rights, of course, uh as as you know, raising my hand, of course me too. You <laughs> came out publicly ages ago well, it feels like ages ago now how <laughs> I am, i'm older how how was that for you like because i mean that's a big step for anybody to do it but to do it in the public eye yeah and it's weird because at the time i was like i was at the time i, I came out because i was with a, a a partner who i'd been with for a really long time and had sort of like he'd he'd always he's always been there and like it was getting to a point in my career where I was going to really cool, like, uh, my, like films would, would premiere or whatever. And uh, like, he would come along, but he sort of had to stand to the side. Like he, I wasn't allowed to be like, Hey, he's my partner. Like I had to be really quiet. I had to, and I was like, that's not fair. Straight actors get to go and uh, take all their partners to their films when they, when they have a film release or I just didn't, I saw the double standard because the thing that I'd been told forever was, Oh, if you come out, studio execs aren't, aren't going to, uh, be able to see you playing a straight role because that's just how how they view things and I was like well that seems silly because isn't the, it ridiculous we watch movies like Jurassic Park I know d- dinosaurs aren't real but like <laughs> I will watch it like that's a stupid thing to say to like or, how stupid do you think audiences are like they will be fine they will be fine I can play straight I can I did it all through high school I'm great at it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right if anybody can play straight it's a gay guy I know but yeah, so and then but the thing is on the flip side of that, all the straight actors get to play our roles. So we don't get the same like it's the same the flip flip of that. But yeah, coming out, I think was uh it was I'm so glad I did it when I did because it's just taken that that it's just done now. I've been out now for like seven years. I think 2013 I came out maybe publicly. Um 
and yeah, it's it's been a it's been a weird ride career wise because yeah, it's like people there is still that weird thing out there that until the last couple of years, like the last couple of years, everything seems to have slightly shifted and right. we're like working again, like gay actors are back out again. So that's a nice, that's a nice thing. It only took five, seven yeah. years. <laughs> Not there in the end. How do you reckon like a young Harry would have felt if the queer representation that we see now, obviously could still be better, but yeah, oh. how, how would you have felt back then if to that see, was? But, yeah, it's just the, it's so cool. I was like, like the books that are out now and the movies that are out now. Like, and you're right. There's, there's, we've got plenty more to go. Like we still need to do a lot, but yeah, I was just remember, like, and I'm sure you're the same, like growing up, there was nothing like, and I, that makes me sound really old, but it's not that long ago. That's the no. thing. I think that's what people realize. Like we are, very, we are still very young. And for us growing up, we had nothing. And there was no books. There was no TV show. Will and Grace was on, but that was like, a, a sitcom when I was, I think I was 10 when I first saw that or something. Um, now you're making me feel old. <laughs> but it was, it was like a, it's a, it's a, it's so cool. It's so not, it's so exciting because I'm like, oh, we're going to see more of it. Like it's actually, there's a shift happening, which is, is so cool because it just means that, yeah, I, I get to work more. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get to work more. You get to be present, wave the flag as it, as it is. And you get to be part of the generation of actors and artists who I guess are active during this transition time, but you not only are present in doing that, you're also helping to do that because firstly, you know, you can take the queer roles and you can be a queer man in a queer role. But secondly, you are writing interesting books like (laughs) Finn and Ryan Fireflies that came out last year. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, last August. Yeah. So, so uh, tell us a little bit about the uh, the story there. Yeah, I um, yeah, like I said, like books. I loved reading as a kid. Like I was such a reader. All I still am. I love books. And I remember, yeah, a few years ago, I was like, "How good is it that we've got Love Simon now?" And like that, like Adam Silvera is making all these beautiful books, and Robbie Couch has just got a book out, and he's got another one. Like. Tobias Madden's just got a, a an amazing um, queer queer book. Like, there's so many really cool stories that are being told, and I was like, I want that. I want to do something like that. And I, I, I kind of wanted to throw my hat in the ring, and I had this idea for a story that I thought was kind of cute. And also, I really, it was like, it was kind of the love letter to like me as a kid. Like, oh, if I if I could have read something like this as a kid, I reckon that would have made me feel pretty damn good. Like, it would have made me feel happy or like hopeful. That's what I kind of was hoping for. So yeah, I, I wrote it. It's still, it, people seem to like it. It's got some good. It's up for the Scottish Teenage Book Prize, uh, which is being announced next year, which is really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm so so proud that I've got a little a little queer story out in the universe that a bunch of yeah but like it's so cool when when i know that there's like there's kids in scotland who who are reading it and and going oh that that could be like that is the coolest feeling in the world to think that there's a bunch of young people out there who are who are just being able to read themselves somewhere (laughs) i think that's so cool yeah i mean it's representation isn't it like yeah yeah i mean for me when i was younger i didn't really know any gay people i didn't you know, there was no one in my family who was openly gay. You know, it was just you're surrounded by, you know. Sexuals, always. And yeah. that's the only thing. And I find it really funny as well. Do you, when when you hear that line from straight people who are like, you know, I don't mind that you're gay, but just don't, I don't have to see it everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Lenny, 
honey, I grew I grew up seeing nothing but straight people. Yeah, deal with it. You can deal with a few movies every once in a while. Suck it up. <laughs> you can deal with a couple of gay kisses on your screens. Deal with it. I've had. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Dude, it's, it's just... Yeah, yeah I... Um, public displays of affection. Uh, I, still, I still struggle. Like, mm. when I used to live in the UK and I worked in gay bars and did all of that, lived a very open, very gay life. Yeah. But with partners, I could never hold their hands walking down the street. And I would always, I would always give this, you know, lame ass response of if somebody questioned me why, I'd be like, because I don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like yeah. how insane is that? Why should why? That's, that's actually, that's sweet because that, and there's not, I mean, it's, it's sweet and it's really sad because that is what we're conditioned to think. That is just how. We have been brought up like, don't, don't do that. You'll make a scene or don't do that. You could get hurt. Like that's, that's a horrible thing to have to think that, oh, if I hold, if I hold my partner's hand, just hold his hand in public, that could, that could end up hurting me. Like that's, that's a scary, it's a scary thing to have to go through. And, and the thing about that, I think as well, is that a lot of, a lot of heterosexual people don't realize that like just the the implications of just that just the very simple act of holding someone's hand like it's so simple it's 2021 and people still fear holding each other's hands like it's crazy thing to do (laughs) everyone should hold hands it's cute i love it i'm into it um i do it on occasion but (laughs) and but i always think one day but i mean like i'm married like i have a husband like I never thought that was going to happen for me and uh I'm too afraid to hold his hand in public what's my issue that's uh uh, that's another show (laughs) on episode five (laughs) (laughs) but no I do like I do love when I see queer people not afraid to hold each other's hands like getting like like, (laughs) I feel like they, they see me looking at them and they're thinking oh no but I'm really like yes I love this for you. Keep going. Keep doing it. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Um, I feel like it would be uh, a miss if I didn't have a little fanboy moment and ask a question. Might not be going where you think it's going. So hold hold that that horse. (laughs) 
Now, ever since I was a, a, a little little gay kid, I love Gina Davis. Tell me she is as amazing as I want her to be. The best. She's the best. And that question I get a lot and I love it because she is, I could talk about her all day. She's the best. She is the sweetest, just the coolest, most talented. She's just, and so smart and so about representation. She's got a whole institute on it. Like she, she's just a really good person. And I'm so glad I say that a lot. I'm so glad that she was the um, sort of first big star that I got to work with because it could have been some, it could have been someone who sort of put you off the end. Like if I got a real big yeah. girl or someone who was just difficult to work with that can make you go, Oh, far out these, these Hollywood, but she's the most down to earth, kind, generous. Like she's just the best. And I just love her. I just love her. And I'm going to do a movie with her again. I'm writing it and it's going to happen. <laughs> Now I did see actually while you're talking about writing things, I did see an Instagram story that you posted. I think you might have been traveling back from Melbourne recently mm. and you were writing something. And uh if you might be writing a role for Gina, I feel like you might also be writing a role for Jennifer Coolidge. Of course I can. Oh, I'm so glad you brought her name up. My God, speaking of women I love, my Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> yeah, so I no, I actually am. And I've been meaning to do it. I've had this idea for ages. I mean, and it's I've finally been like no 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 write it like it'll if we if you at least write it then at least it's done and you can try and get it made or whatever but gina has said that she um that she will have a look at it and i was like well if i can get it done and send it her way and then we could make it and then jennifer coolidge can come on board see the thing is i i i'm so obsessed with jennifer coolidge as anybody who follows me know i am i think she is i am so she's a genius She's just a genius. She's so, <laughs> so good. She's so good. And the thing is, she's always been good. But it feels like now they're giving her these roles that she's just allowed to just go wild in. And it is the most fun to watch. Have you seen Single on the Way yet? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was so excited for so many reasons. Obviously, queer representation in the Christmas movie. It Amazing. was cute. Love that. Uh, but yeah, Jennifer Coolidge. The the. She's- when she's trying to teach the kids like <laughs> the dance that she does in the end credits i i've watched that about 900 times and it gets funnier every time i watch it it's like because I, i'm just i'm fascinated by performers and i feel like she is just <laughs> such an she's so unafraid she's such a fearless actor that and this is aside from me just fangirling on her this is me being all like oh the craft of acting but she is she is so talented because she is she just doesn't care (laughs) she just she doesn't care what anybody thinks I think that is what you get you get this like unhinged amazing performance from her and I just find her I find her magic to watch she is one of the most interesting actors to watch she yeah she's glorious in her voice and just the way she can deliver a line oh I'm gonna watch that again tonight Again and again uh, yeah. and again. She's, uh, she's definitely, yeah, like you say, she's getting better, I guess, not better roles, but roles that just allow her to to really just, sit in it. Yeah. Like White Lotus. She was amazing. She's been nominated for a Golden Globe about time, but she's like White Lotus. She was amazing in that and so unhinged. <laughs> they're the best parts. Like she gets the best parts. She gets the parts that everybody wants. Like they're the what ones. What was that first? Was it? It was American Pie, wasn't it? That was like her mm. first one where she got really noticed. It was Mom, yeah. That was kind of her. I think and Legally Blonde, like around yeah. the same time. It was around like the nineties where 
she was just, I just love her. I just want to hang out with her. I just want to meet her once and just be like, let's be best friends forever. <laughs> where, One is day she, where is she? You're going to do it. You, it's going to be like in a news article somewhere. Yeah. Harry, Australia's yeah. Harry Cook's been uh... <laughs> hanging out with Jennifer Coolidge in New Orleans. I do know. I think she, I think, I think, it kind of sounds kind of weird, but I think she lives in New Orleans. And I've always wanted to go to New Orleans. And I'm just saying, I know if they, we could probably a good time to go and become I, best friend yeah. that's, that's it I think. and then you guys can do lunch exactly lunch and christmas I shopping i feel like she would be a fan of poppies i think so i i think so i i think i think she would love her and she loves animals she's a big animal lover i know that because i follow her everywhere <laughs> Oh, she's going to get a restraining order out on me, probably. That's probably what's going to happen. I'll never get to hang out with her because she'll be like, this guy's crazy. What's wrong with him? Yeah, but then your names will be like in the same news articles and things. Exactly. So who cares? Exactly. exactly. And she'll know who I am. That's the main thing. To be honest, this is how, I mean, Amy Schumer, she wrote something for Goldie Hawn and was Goldie Hawn's biggest, biggest fan. And eventually she got it made. So, I mean, I'm not Amy Schumer, so (laughs) I can try. I can try. No, but you are Harry Cook. Exactly. 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 See, it's empowering. You can do anything if you uh, if you stalk them long enough. Exactly. Um, I feel like we've taken a a, a real a real turn here. I mean, we could just keep going. Yeah, we're talking um, about Jennifer Coolidge, and I'll be here for hours, like just hours and hours talking about her. I love it. What was Harry Cook known for? He was known for his political activism and his love of Jennifer Coolidge. Absolute obsession with an American actor. <laughs> <laughs> um so speaking of america yeah any news yeah i actually had my uh medical today which is like i mean a gallon of blood they like give you a chest x-ray and make you promise your first born to the state of california it's a massive <laughs> massive um they make you jump through some hoops but yeah so my green card i i means that yeah you can go and live over there and, and work over there and, and do the whole the yeah become an american so i'm thinking early to mid next year i've got a couple of uh, projects hopefully that are kicking off early next year which should, which should be good and then after that i think i'm gonna head over for a bit i love america i i i think i think <laughs> to be honest oh i'm gonna cop some cop some shit for saying this but i think australia i don't think australia is much better than america in terms of everything i think we just have a better publicist i really do i think australia has this this we have this well everybody looks at australia as like we've got it we're we're this great fair country we're not we've just got a great we've got the rupert murdoch media at the helm that pumps out that we are doing great and we're not we're doing terrible and it's a it's a pretty pretty shocking place at the moment like we, we should call it as it is i think and i think when people start calling it as it is then things can change but which which is what happens which is what i love about america and the passion that americans have i do think america like they had four years of trump and they were like nope nope can't do this no no and and everybody sort of up like rose up everybody was like no we can't have this like there was this massive push in america where everyone everyone became politically involved. And I still feel Australia has this very lax attitude. Like, oh, we don't need to get involved in politics. We do. <laughs> we really do. Everybody needs to get on this. Like we, everybody needs to be as passionate as I am to be perfectly honest. Like we do need that in, in this day and age, because things can get rather, rather grim with climate change around the corner. And I think unless people realize what's at stake, it's not really going to, to sink in. So yeah, 
I say as I as I pack my bags and move to America. I'm like, good luck, <laughs> have fun while you sink. <laughs> Do you um, having you know? being in the public eye and having that kind of platform, do you feel there is a pressure for you to be publicly politically active? Or do you feel like people just do that saying you're an actor, just act and be quiet. Really good good question. I I, I love that question. And I don't, I think that's the thing. I don't like a lot of actors don't want to get political. And I I do kind of get that. I do get that to a point, but I I, I don't know. I guess it just depends on how important stuff is to people. Like, I guess like if, 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 if you have an enormous platform, like I've always, I've always been pretty uh, vocal about the fact that like, like, for example, Trump, when Trump was in office, you had everyone from Meryl Streep, George Clooney, Robert De Niro, everyone under the sun, every big major celebrity under the sun was like, he's garbage. Like, what are we doing, America? And that helps. That gets the country to listen. Because when you do have any kind of influence, we're living in an age where people do listen. And they listen sometimes to people they look up to more than they would a politician. So if the people that they're looking up to, like, for example, Nicole Kidman, Hugh Jackman, Tony Collette, Kate Blanchett, where are you all? Our government is garbage. Like, start talking. We need to talk about this. And no one seems to want to talk about it. And I don't know what that is. But it's, I find it sad because everywhere else in the world where there is corrupt governments or things going wrong, like England, Miriam Margulies is constantly on the battlefield against the Tory government. Like, Kate Winsett will talk about. Like, we have... British and American actors and actresses who are very vocal about the state of things in the world. And we're very quiet over here and we are the country that shouldn't be quiet. So I do think there is a little bit of responsibility that comes when you have such an enormous following and the world is in such a bad shape. I think if you can help in any way, shape or form, you probably should, I think, because it's kind of a a crunch time. And, and I find it just, yeah, I think my thing is probably privileged. Like if you're, if you're super privileged, use it somehow because it's you're in a good spot and a lot of people aren't so speak up please please use use it for the greater good yeah kate nicole tony hugh where you at yeah this is they can (laughs) i'm sure they're listening to this they will know now (laughs) i'll send oh yeah we'll flick them a uh, a link yeah listen to my (laughs) tiny little podcast come on they will now send it they will now publicists they will now yeah i mean yeah just say something real. I'll say something really insane that will get us like a lot of media. What can I say? That- <laughs> I don't know. Jennifer Coolidge for president. Yeah, absolutely. She should be. <laughs> she should be president of the world. I, <laughs> I would vote for her in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. She would. Uh, she would rule. Wouldn't she? She, would- <laughs> she, she wouldn't just. She wouldn't just be in, in office. She would rule. <laughs> The best, the best way to explain Jennifer Coolidge being president. She would rule. She would. She would win the world. She most certainly would. Now, I'm going to wrap us up on on this little note, but a couple of things before I go, or before you go, or we go. um, (laughs) Firstly, what's coming up? What do you you want people out there to uh, look at? Where can people find you? Is there more? books coming so much happening so much happening so actually there's there's a few things so i got a book coming out in august next year it's called felix silver teaspoons and witches um it's another young adult gay novel this time just about a bunch of young people who have magical powers but the author is not transphobic jk rowling (laughs) (laughs) rabbit hole as well no yeah let's go Um, go go get up let's go no so there's that and then also i'm doing a 
I got a show in development called Freeloaders, which I'm so excited about. I'm so, so, so excited about. It's called Freeloaders. It's about a group of 30 somethings who <laughs> it's imagine friends, but they're all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> friends kind of like a mix. Of, yeah. So a mix of skins and Fleabag and, but yeah, it's, it's an Aussie show, all Aussie cast as well. Nothing and the, the cast are great. It's like a really diverse cast so far. And um, no, I'm really excited. So I think, planning's going to pre-production around july next year i think so yeah depending on where in the world i'll be could be back here for that but we'll see but that's yeah that's something else i'm, I'm pretty keen on so yeah that and a few other things i can't talk about but I, I would love to talk about and the next time i come on if i can come on again i will talk all about <laughs> you can come on anytime you want oh we'll just uh, chat every week just uh, yeah. just jennifer coolidge updates just, we, just I mean, how she let's doing just start a jennifer coolidge podcast in a heartbeat, <laughs> in a heartbeat. i would talk about her every day for the next year and thanks for having me this has been so fun this is the best podcast i love it yes more of that um, more of them. that's all your sound bites <laughs> are going to be is just you know that's it yeah <laughs> great podcast great podcast yeah. um thank you so much for your time i know that you've got a lot on so uh, i no, really appreciate it thank you for switching the time as well thank you so much no this is i had so much fun you're the best thank you So guys, that's a wrap on the penultimate episode of Season 2 of Excuse Me. I'd like to say another huge thank you to Harry for being so generous with his time, his stories and his experiences. You're an absolute gem of a human and a pleasure to chat with. If you guys want to follow Harry's socials and keep up to date with what he and his gorgeous pooch Poppy are up to, his quest to find Jennifer Coolidge in the States, his thirst traps for the planet and much, much, much more, then you can follow Harry over on Instagram at Harry J. Cook or on Twitter at Harry Cook. Now, that's all for this week, but join me next week for our season two finale, a very special episode and a look back at some of the best bits, outtakes and exclusive previously unreleased bonus content from season two of Excuse Me. But until then... I hope that you all have a very Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Stay safe. Look after yourselves and each other. And I'll see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 